Hey everybody, welcome to episode 28 of Porto Bien with Sab and Cindy. On this episode, we are going to talk about our year of friendship around this time we met. So we're basically going to reflect and see like how much we've grown and how many insane memories we have made in the last year that I'm actually super excited to talk about. So in the year that we've been friends, what do you think has been the biggest? The biggest thing? Yeah. I don't know. We've done that shit. Um, I would say, I mean, the only thing I can really think of is like the same stuff happening to us throughout this whole year, like back to back. Yeah, I feel like we really had to learn that lesson. Like out of this year, the biggest lesson we had to learn was boundaries and respect. Because <laughs> I feel like I think you learned that lesson already. I think I just barely learned that lesson. <laughs> Not that much later. Probably just, like, what, two months later? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, definitely. Like, that That was one of the, And it wasn't because we don't know how to respect ourselves. Like, we would know how to respect ourselves in the sense that we don't go around and doing stuff. Or, like, when people cross our boundaries, we uh, just don't let them step on us. It's just that we sometimes let our emotions overrule logic. And that was another thing that we had to learn. It's, like, when to turn off the heart and keep the brain on. Mm-hmm. Which sucked, but <laughs> well, we met what in October of yeah. last year. Yeah, <laughs> literally, and then we really started hanging out in November. Um, the first time we hung out was actually Friendsgiving, and we just had was it yesterday? No, not yesterday. Two days, days ago, ago, we had Friendsgiving. It was really fun. It was really fun. Um, <laughs> it was Hello Kitty themed. I don't remember half of it, so let's say no. It was fun. Do you remember everything that happened? Um. Yeah, kind of. I remember everything. That's good. So um, I remember we were having fun, and then we were doing drinks, and then everybody knocked out for a while. I did go to sleep for a little bit. A lot of people slept over, huh? Dude, I just remember everybody was outside in the fire pit, and then um, I don't know what happened, and I came inside, and I fell asleep, and I woke up, and I was like, yeah, it's time to go, and it was like zombie mode. I just went home. Did your sister leave before you were with Yeah, you? she left me here. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. But oh. I did, I just woke up, I just looked, I just, I didn't even look anywhere, I just grabbed my keys and went straight to the door. I don't know why. That was weird. <laughs> that was, like, really weird. Um, but, yeah, last year we had Friendsgiving, it was, like, the first time we really hung out, huh? Yeah, it, it was the first time we really hung out, which was really cool because we were at the park and we were doing, like, little scary stories and there were, like, little candles lit and people were just talking about their, their exes. <laughs> their exes? Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's just weird how, like, that was a completely different group of people than now. Like, I think me personally, it's kind of crazy to look back. I'm, like, the complete opposite of what I was back then. Back then, I was in my red hair phase. Remember I had red hair? Mm-hmm. I was heartbroken. And I was just, like, th- I was just prioritizing the wrong things. And my group of friends was so different. It was just a lot of people that... I mean, I, I have nothing against them, but I just feel like it wasn't as genuine as, like, the people around me now. Like, I've made fucking... All of my friends that I have now, I have made in the past year. Like, That's except, insane. like, maybe a couple. Yeah. It's really crazy. But it, I think it's just because... I mean, I don't think the other group of people were completely to blame. I think I just never really opened up to people as much as I do now. Like, now I'm just more, like, loving and... I make sure to always tell my friends that I care about them and 
I'm just more like I feel like I'm more warm as to where before I was very closed off because I was just so hurt. Yeah, you were just going through it, like friends wise. I think we've all been going through it. I think in the past year, um, my circle is completely different. I don't have one friend from. Oh, yeah, no, I do, but like not close friends. Like they're acquaintances, but they're mm-hmm. not close friends. Um, and it's it's been it's been a year. I when I was then I wasn't heartbroken. I was annoyed. I was like, bro, like really, like I give this fucking guy a chance, and this is what he, this is how he's trying to do me. Like you were heartbroken with the other one, though. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. No, I was heartbroken. Like, I was mega sad. The craziest shit. We we were looking fun back then, but we were very toxic. Remember, we went to go like FBI mode and shit. Yes, that was really fun. <laughs> that was really fucking fun. Me and Cindy, like, we were going through some mental fucking crisis. Like, I remember, bro, we were going we would through randomly, it. Randomly, like, get drunk like every other day. We would go to like random places. We would like. We just drove one day because we were fucking bored. One day we were like so sad. We we're like, fuck it, let's just go to Salt Lake City. We drove there, got Grabbed coffee, and, and then came, came back. back. But it was so fun to drive there. It was fun. It was really fun. We should do that. We were more spontaneous back then. But I also feel like you had more employees and stuff like that, so you were able to just go. Yeah. Now it's just, like, you and another employee. And, yeah. like, it's it's harder. So um, we were just in different, like, situations that allowed us to, like, do stuff like that a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the biggest lesson I've learned in this year is that not everything has to do with you. Like, I feel like before I would be like, why doesn't this friend, like, why isn't this friend prioritize me or why does this guy keep hurting me and it's like I would think something was wrong with me but what I've learned is like 90% of the time this it's is, not you it's, it's shit going on in their life that has like nothing to do with you and like that's just helped my confidence so much because now I'm not always like thinking that I'm the fucking problem because I'm really not like like right now I'm talking to somebody that actually gives me the fucking effort back that I give yeah and it's like it feels so healthy because I don't feel like I have to out toxic someone anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You've always wanted that. I feel like we've always just wanted somebody to put the effort, but the people that we, we didn't choose to like, but the people that we ended up liking just didn't give us that effort. And so we are just the type of people that are like passionate in everything that we have. So we almost felt like we could fix them or in a sense, like, like oh i know that he likes me all i have to do is just like show him that i'm like the one mm-hmm. and i don't i think that's one of the biggest lessons too is this uh, like if he's not for you he's not going to be for you and as much as he can quote unquote like you if he doesn't respect you the way that you should be respected in the beginning there's no saving that mm-hmm. like it's a waste of time bro i i got i was thinking about this i got sad because like now i'm putting effort back into like shit like I really like planning dates and like my love language is gift giving so I like to buy people shit mm-hmm. and like I remember like with the last guy I talked to I was just so hurt from from so many relationships where I stopped doing the stuff that made me happy making another person happy and then like then you find someone they make you feel more comfortable and then like feeling like yourself again where you feel like you're in a safe space where you can actually show that you care about someone is dope because have you ever talked to someone and you feel like you don't even want to try because, like, they're just going to end up hurting you. Or, like, you're, they, you're, like, always having the back of your mind, like, oh, they don't deserve that. Yeah. 
and it like sucks because it's like you want to like express yourself. I've I've literally said like I'm not even gonna put effort because I know he doesn't fucking deserve it. So I'm like, why am I wasting my time with a guy that I have a mentality with like that? Yeah. But um, I don't know. I feel like I haven't been, and that makes me sad. I haven't been able to be the hundred percent lover girl that I am because I feel like when I'm almost there, either something happens that they fuck up and I find out, or I they cut it off. Just something gets in the way for me being a hundred percent comfortable. Like you said, like you're at that level where you're a hundred percent comfortable, so you can be that lover girl that's gift giving. But with like past guys that I talk to, I just feel like. There was almost like an ego war between me and them. And it, I don't. I never understood it, too, because I was just like, bro, like, if I'm talking to you, re- get reassured that my intentions and my attention is 100% about you. And I don't think they, I think I also had a problem with communication, too, because I'm, I always made it seem like there's someone else or, <laughs> or that they weren't good enough, but my bad. It's, <laughs> it's hard because, like, Part of you is like, I need to be an independent woman and let him know that he's not my only option and he, he can't get his ego too big. But then the other side of you is like, I want to actually care about this person and I want to show them that, you know, they're the only one that I'm trying to fucking take seriously. Yeah. And I just felt like... Um, is my mic working? Yeah, I was going to look at that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, my mic was being weird, but um, we're back. What were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about um, lessons that we were learning and um, time wasted and um, <laughs> not being able to be 100% in your love oh, language. Yeah. Um, God damn, this year has been so crazy. Honestly, this it has. has. Well, for me, the past two years have been really like sad for some reason. Like, I think now I'm finally... I'm, like, actually, like, really happy. Like, I don't sound happy because I'm fucking tired as fuck from work today. (laughs) But I'm actually really happy. Like, I'm so thankful that I have the friends that I have. Like, literally just this month, like, I'm going on trips with, like, all my friends. And, like, I just feel like they all care about me. Like, I feel like it's so genuine. Like, there's nothing that they want from me. I feel like a lot of times in the past, like, I thought, like, I felt like people just wanted, like, things from me. So they, like, pretended to like me or care. It sucks. But now it's, like, these people have absolutely nothing to gain from me. And, like, they still, like, fuck with me and, like, care about me. And, I don't know. I'm just, like, working on being a better person, too. Because I don't feel like I was always, like, the best version of myself. Because when you're the best version of yourself, you also attract better people, so. Most definitely. You know what? It sucks, but I really did learn this lesson this year. And it was, like, sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up, Cindy. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, um. What do you mean? sometimes the shit i'd be saying be hurting people's feelings bro and like i sat there and i had i had like a big epiphany like a week ago so i was sitting there and i was thinking okay you know what i'm not 100 percent the problem i'm like they're like 80 and i'm 20 (laughs) (laughs) because these motherfuckers be doing bad shit but I'm like, I think what is that 20? I feel like it's because you start off 100% for them. And once they start showing you that they're, they look, you don't deserve it. You're mean. But it's like, it's not really like <laughs> they don't deserve it. Like, fuck it. Like, they kind of do deserve it. You know what I mean? But then you guys just get in a toxic thing. Yeah. Real that's kind of the same, speaking? too. I'm kind of the same, too. Oh, yeah. We can me, be like, mean. Remember that one DM? <laughs> what DM? You were like... 
you went off on him and i was like oh Ow. dude it's because i'm fucking nice dude i like you are fucking nice you're one of the sweetest people i know <laughs> it's so hard for me to actually go off on someone or to get mad but when you keep fucking pushing me and pushing me and pushing me i'm mean he bring he would bring those messages up all the time he'd be like i really fucked with you until you sent me all that shit that was like the meanest shit anybody has ever told me i'm like bro you were you were playing with my emotions for like fucking five months first of all why are you acting like you was innocent you was being mr shady behind people's back so get that energy reciprocate that energy but i'm not saying okay like i learned that sometimes it's better to just walk away mm-hmm. like you don't i like as much as you want to be mean to that person i just rather walk away now because like even though like they did deserve it because they were shitty people and they were doing you dirty and they were doing me dirty I just feel like at the end of the day, there was many times where I should have shut up and I should have just walked away. It was just draining in my energy. It was just the Capricorn and the Scorpio in us. That ass. Because I was like, huh? You want to play me, boy? Like, nah. Uh." But then again, they don't mention the shit that they be saying. So when I was having my epiphany and I was like, okay, 80% them, 20% me. But what's, what's that 20%? And I'm like, that little 20% was bad as hell, though. <laughs> it was like, you know, like, I thought about it this way. It's like, okay, the food is hella bomb, but if you put a little bit too much salt, you can still taste it. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's me. I was like, that's like, no. So I was like, in my next relationship or in my next partner, finding first somebody who is respectable and doesn't push me to those boundaries because as soon as i feel like bro i'm wasting my time this guy's not meeting my standards i'm not even gonna fucking tell them i'm just gonna leave because why am i telling somebody i don't fuck with them i should just fucking leave like Mm -hmm. you telling them i don't fuck with them i want this you're already begging or like asking for it so i'm you're telling them what like what will win you over you're giving them the cheat code when in reality you just want someone that's already like that yeah obviously with small things you could tell them like oh i don't like when you do this and stuff but if it's like the the entire way of how they treat you then like what's bro just leave yeah yeah because and i had to learn that i'm like you know what this person is just just isn't for you and um also not being caught up in the small moments because one little good thing like bro i would blow that fuck out of it yeah yeah. i would find like a like a crumb of glitter in a pile of shit and be like (laughs) that's fucking amazing you know like (laughs) crumb of glitter in a pile of shit yeah and i'd be like oh my god like bro plastic it's like you saying though because i was thinking about like the guy i was google gaga over and i was like (laughs) Yeah, we had good chemistry, but, like, there's so many people on this planet you'll have good chemistry with. Why would I allow myself to continue looking like a fucking dumbass <laughs> just because I have a little bit of chemistry with someone? Like, if there's not fucking billions of people on the planet. Bro, yeah. And when, also, finding somebody, and you know this because it's one, it's one of your love languages, um, making time for them, bro. I feel like there was one point where... Because I'm a full-time college student. And nobody really be knowing that because I manage my time really well unless I tell them. So when another person that's not as busy as me tells me they're too busy for me, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. Because you make time for the Mm -hmm. things you want. 
Whether you're busy as fuck or not, you make time. So I'm not going to beg people for their time anymore. If you're too busy for me, that's fine. I'm not going to argue with anyone. Yeah. Just walk away. Like, go fucking home. Um, I, I get that, uh, I, I get that pet peeve from friends. Oh my God, I get so fucking pissed. <laughs> where people are like, sorry, I haven't checked up on you or I haven't talked to you in three months. It's because I've been busy. First of all, busy for three months? Like, what the fuck? Like, are you even sleeping? Like, oh, are you taking a shit and not using your phone? You can't like, text me? <laughs> or, and then I get pissed because I'm like, so you're telling me that goes to the gym every day, works like fucking eight to 16 hours a day, still hangs out with her friends, still goes out, like still does all this shit. Like, you think that I'm not busy, but yet I make time for every person that I care about. I, if I care about you... I'm going to text you every single day and I'm going to see you like at least a, like a, once a week or something like that. Yeah, bro. You Like I said, you make time for the shit you want. Mm-hmm. That's so disrespectful, to be honest. If sorry, they hit I've you with that shit. Like, they, for, do you think, sorry, I haven't fucking even asked if you were good for three months. Like, do you do they think that you're an imbecile or something? Like a fucking three iq of a fucking aunt? I know. Like <laughs> That's why when I was making my friends giving list of who i wanted to invite i was like who have i actually talked to and like who have i actually talked to or seen in the past like three or four months that ass because like those friends i only see like once a year it's you don't have to drop them but it's like why would i want to you in my home in my home like meeting all my other friends like it's like it's not that serious obviously yeah obviously you didn't consider me serious because if you don't even give a fuck to text me why the fuck would I invite you to my house? Yeah. Would you even show up? <laughs> Maybe to eat food. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I think... Let's do each other. What What do you think is something I need to learn? What do you think is something you've seen me learn? And what... <laughs> Damn, that's like... Because <laughs> um, it's been our year. Okay. I feel like what you have learned is... I think... I think... When I met you, you were a little more naive. Like, I was kind of the same, too, though. Where, like, we just thought, like, 90% of guys aren't that bad. Like, we were it wasn't that bad. Like, romanticizing everything. Like, I think... We were Aries. For me, personally, what helped me stop being naive was getting guy friends. And really seeing how guys think and learning them. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that men are, like, evil they just have a completely different brain chemistry than us. Yep. And, like, we just think of life a little more in a naive way where they think extremely logically. And once you know how they think, you change everything. Now I take everything as face value. This person is not giving me time because they don't care enough. It's not that this person is not giving me time. They're just going through a lot right now. They went through all of this with their ex. Their parents don't like them. Blah, blah, blah. No. It's like literally life is very fucking logical. Like stop making a million excuses for everything. And I think you learned that. And I think I learned that. Oh, my God. That was one of the hardest lessons that I needed to learn. (laughs) I hated that shit. My innocence went out the window. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Dude, one of my one of the guys I talked to this past year told me that two of them. I think both of them did. They said that I was very naive when they met me. And I. I always think about this shit. The last guy I talked to told me, you think that love is supposed to be like in the movies or something. <gasps> and number one, bitch. It's that, supposed to be. First of all, that made me so sad. Like for like the next couple months, I started like 
accepting bare minimum after he said that because i was like damn am i just like stupid but then like love can be like in the movies yeah i feel like i'm in the right right guy (laughs) yeah it doesn't mean that they have to like do all this extra shit it just means that they make you feel like yeah like you're in the movie you know but i'm a human being i think what you need to learn is what i'm learning right now which is that not everything has has something to do with you because i feel like you get very sad and in your feelings like you're like what's wrong with me why does this person not choose me when in reality it's not what's wrong with you it's what's wrong with them or what they're going through yeah because i feel like i always have to remind you like look at yourself like you are what most people want to be whether that's like career-wise physically like even people think that your personality is beautiful you know but like you just like blow up the opinions of these people that are not even like emotionally mature yet themselves when like they don't matter you don't want to be like them so why would you take their opinion into consideration none of those people that did you dirty have even a crumb of like what you want to be one day i love how we say crumb because <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's literally a crumb <laughs> you know what i mean like it's not like we were dating like some fucking millionaire dudes that were super intelligent and like did philanthropy and like we really took their opinions into because no it's no. literally people that like they were learning from us, low-key. Yeah. So why are you taking their opinion and blowing it up to, like, if they don't think I'm fucking 10 out of 10, then I'm not. When in reality, like, yeah. they probably just don't have taste. Like, they're, they're their emotional intelligence is not there yet, and they're just fucking, they're insecure in a lot of areas. Like, a lot of them just were. Yeah, I think that I, I'm barely starting to learn that. And then I still need a lot to learn from it. And obviously learning takes time from that. So mm-hmm. I think you I think you hit the nail right on the head with that. <laughs> Bing. What about you with me? I think the biggest lesson you learned this year is speaking up. Yeah. Cause I feel like before you would not speak up because you were scared, but you would speak up you wouldn't speak up because you'd be like, um, you were just very like um it's fine like letting things to be honest you know what's crazy is i completely changed before my relationship okay because i was in a relationship where he would yell at me and like threaten me if i brought stuff up so like literally small example one time he was driving recklessly and i told him like hey like you know i got in a really bad car crash i have ptsd can you just not speed so much yeah and i told him in a nice way and he was just like you not you don't feel safe with me like blah, blah blah like starting to yell at me and i was like well if you want to drive like that like do it on your own time but why can't you drive safe when i'm here yeah. and then he was just like on my own time like you don't give a fuck if i die like i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking crash this car into a wall right now so we both fucking die like screaming at his top of his lungs oh my God. at me and like that's like the type of person that i dated for a while where i couldn't bring anything up because he would yell Mm-hmm. Or, like, one time, like, I told him I didn't like something, and he, like, went outside of my apartment and started screaming and punching the wall and saying, I'm going to cause a scene until, like, you agree with me. Oh, my gosh. Literally and before, a child. before him, I was, like, feisty, like, as fuck. Like, I would always argue with my parents, with my friends. Like, I, w- I was always right, blah, blah, blah. Like, I loved to argue, but that relationship made me scared to argue. And then I realized, like, the next two people I talked to, I was so afraid to tell them what I didn't like. Yeah, because I remember you would you would tell them, and I'm like, just communicate with them. And mm-hmm. you would be like, the PTSD from that relationship really got to you. And I think now you're really there. I feel like you communicate with with um, your partners. Really I think well. I'm, I I have I've heard that from from people recently that they say that they really appreciate the way I communicate because 
I'm like a good balance now. Like I'm not like mean anymore. Yeah. I feel like before I would come off too strong and I would hurt a lot of people's feelings. But I'm like I come from a pra- place of genuine now where like I'm calm and I just tell you what I don't like and I ask you if I'm doing anything that's causing you to act that way and like I don't know. I just like I'm able to just sit with people now. Yeah. And then I think the lesson that you're still learning. Hmm. I don't think you're learning any lessons. You don't think so? I think... I'm trying to think of, like, a lesson that you're you're learning right now. Um, I feel maybe, like maybe you still let emotions rule, but mm-hmm. I think that's something that you're always going to do. Like, that's just you. And um, that's just not going to change. Like, uh, the, obviously, it's not as bad as it was when we met because mm-hmm. we were, like, all motion, all motion, all motion. I think you've literally let logic seep in. But there's always mm-hmm. that little romantic, because you're a lover girl in you, that's yeah. just going to, like, stay. So you're I, always going to have faith and stuff. One thing that I do appreciate about myself, though, is I'll never allow myself to stay too long where I'm not appreciated. Like, I will stay like a couple months too long like three four months but like i'll always leave like i know for a fact i'm never gonna be that wife in a in a a marriage that i'm unhappy for forever yeah i feel like that's true about you you'll always leave i feel like you'll fight it till you can't Mm -hmm. and i think you do that and when i'm done i'm done i think i stay yeah the thing about me is like I'm, I'm a what ifs person I me too it. i never i never mm-hmm. go without what ifs like at least everything yeah. i've done i fucking do I, even like, if i look stupid i still don't be a man with red flags right and it's like you should probably leave but me i'm like i want him to fail yeah but <laughs> i think you do that more for yourself because you never have that cloud in your mind it's always like crystal clear i tried it it didn't work you're never like it, sitting it, in bed it lets me get over them so good because i look at any guy from my past it's not that I hate them, but I will never go back because there's like I'm like rock solid on it wouldn't work. Because you tried like every outcome with them and they just weren't it. Yeah, because it just weren't it. So like, I think that's what I appreciate about you too because I'm literally the same type of person. Mm-hmm. I'll literally be like, okay, but this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And when it doesn't fucking work, and once I'm gone, I'm literally gone because I mm-hmm. did everything that I possibly could to fix it and none of those shits worked and yeah. every time I did it you just made yourself look worse so when I walked out I was done but the advan- it's not an advantage um, that really fucks up the other person and I've noticed that every person that I've left that I've put an insane amount of energy in who hasn't appreciated it eventually looks at it like the ones that I've done the what ifs with like the ones that I've tried endlessly to like work things out or like find ways to communicate or see the better person in them and when I've just couldn't do it anymore and I've walked out they've always like come to the conclusion they're like damn like Mm -hmm. she really was like it and I mean I'm not proud about that because I want to be in a relationship eventually with somebody who appreciates me that I don't have to keep going through this shit anymore but it's just like a kind of a little bit of a universal kickback that it wasn't me. It was mm-hmm. them. And they always tell me, too, it wasn't you. It was me. So I'm like, eh, not me. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a crazy year. It was a, it was a really crazy year. Um, out of all the trips, which one was your funnest trip? I always see Wyoming. 
<laughs> I really like Wyoming and Tulum. The first night of Tulum and the, the bar of Wyoming. Tulum was insane, yeah. It's because it's funny because it's two completely separate things. It's like the bougiest trip ever versus like the shittiest like <laughs> town. <shit> town. <laughs> I think it's just a. I wish we could go back just to drink in that town again. This is so funny. We should just like hit up random ass bullshit towns yeah. with low crime rates. And just yeah, I was gonna say crazy. yeah because what if those cities are racist? Because they kept looking at Izzy. <laughs> She was like, why does everybody keep fucking looking at me? <laughs> and then they kept looking at us. Like, we were some ethnic-ass bitches. And that town had Mexican people, bro. Latino people. So. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. Um, I'm kind of scared I'm going on my first trip with the guys. Where? Austin, Texas. Oh, uh, because one of them moved out there, no? Mm-hmm. I'm scared. That's fun. Austin's a really pretty city. You been? No. I've heard. <laughs> Are you, like, nervous? I am nervous. Because it's, like, it's going to be, like, seven guys and me. Well, you know what I also like about, um, not to get too personal, but about this little boo thing you have going on? I like how he's not jealous with your friends. A lot of the I guys know, you used to talk that. to before didn't really fuck with your friends. You know what? I noticed that. You know what shook me? At the okay, I was thinking about this today. How when it was so and so's birthday, he got like pissed because I wasn't giving him enough attention. Remember that? Yeah, little this, bitch. This guy told me at friendsgiving, he was like, "Oh, like I had the that was like the best night ever. I felt like so like loved because you were all up on me and like I met everyone and we had fun and everything." And I was like. That's such a different vibe from, like, the other guys I would talk to that just yeah, the other hated two being like, around my friends. Yeah, and the, one of them was always trying to punch someone. <laughs> <laughs> one of them was always trying to find my guy friends. Like, he would, like, go up to me and be like, which one are you fucking? I'm like, none of them, like, you that's weirdo. That's so disrespectful. One, one, that shows insecurity. Don't be doing that shit. Go the fuck up. Second, like, don't fuck with pretty bitches if you can't handle them. If there's guys listening to this shit... If you're insecure about yourself, fix your shit. Don't go and get a pretty bitch just to destroy her. That's fucked up. That's so fucked up. And then you want to get her when she's all down and gloomy in the dumps. Then she comes out a batter bitch and then you hate yourself. So just take (laughs) that fucking equation of that fucking problem and focus on yourself. Make sure you're a good version. Because, yeah, it's cool to be a pimp and stuff like that. But I know we all be laying in your fucking bed feeling like shit over the girls you fumbled. Like, I know men are just, like, fucking, they're humans. Like, they're aliens, of course. Like, <laughs> they got three brain cells and they all fight each other. So <laughs> when they're all, like, sleeping, they think about that shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You, you need to date a simp. I'm telling you right now. Date a simp. Like, I have no simps in my life, though. And he has to come into it. Because none of the guys and that I know are simps. I, like... I'm so over the little fuckboy phase. Me too. I want a dude that it makes me his fucking wallpaper, brings me flowers every time he sees me, and like just be fucking like a man. Yeah, like I hate that like fucking built up wall shit. Like fuck that shit. Yeah, bro, that that doesn't even make you like a man. You know what that makes you a big ass little ass boy <laughs> talking about like I need to be a man. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> the fuck little up. ass boy. Men talk about their feelings and they do shit they don't talk about the shit they want to do they do it with actions yeah. so i'm just waiting for a real man to come to my 
You'll come. You're just learning your lesson, and once it's fucking learned, vacations. <laughs> vacations, did us Because none of the guys that I know so far are um, looking to my DMs. And one of the good lessons I've learned this year too is, um, I I would always be like, I I would like hold on to 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 relationships and be like, I hope they're not doing me dirty. I hope they're not doing me dirty. Oh my god, that gut wrenching fucking feeling. Mystery. And then I would like lurk really fucking hard and like show up to their house and see what who was in their fucking driveway like a crazy shit remember and what what i've realized is bro you can't be sure that someone's gonna treat you right you just gotta be sure that you'll be fine if they don't so like even though like estoy enculada right now with someone bro if if it turns out that he does me dirty i'll be sad about it yeah but I will always know that I'm gonna be fine. Like I'm the I'm not a girl that has a low low options. I have a lot of options. So why am I gonna sit here and cry about it? I'm just gonna get up and move on. Like you just have to make sure that you are emotionally strong enough to take it. But don't fucking stress yourself out. Like that shit goes in even into your career. Like you're over here stressing about shit that you don't even know is happening and honestly that's a really good mentality so if y'all want to take something about this podcast it's don't sit there and think fuck i can't do better think it's fine if it doesn't work out i'm gonna be fine just be thankful for the memories and fucking keep it pushing yeah because i feel like i had that issue too where i'm like bro it's because i felt so comfortable like you know how come how hard it is to feel comfortable with somebody to get to that point where you know like Y'all just know each other like that. Like, mm-hmm. I hate going on dates. And don't get me wrong. Like, I hate going on dates. But I know that eventually one of those men is going to be my last date. And it's going to be my husband. So if I have to go on a thousand dates before I can meet my man, I guess I'll go on a thousand mm-hmm. dates. I really don't care. And I'll be fine every time. And people don't people don't die from, like, getting dumped. Unless you, like, <laughs> do some shit. But, like, for real, like... Just be optimistic and just be happy and don't let a slimy little man that doesn't know what the fuck he wants in life. <laughs> slimy. Don't let your usually sticky ass, ass fingers, iPad ass bitch. Little booger bitch. <laughs> <laughs> coming out with their hot Cheeto dust. <laughs> they come out with their hands full of hot Cheeto dust, crumbs. Fucking trying to touch your coochie. Ew! <laughs> It's so gross. <laughs> this is why I no, I'm not even gonna get personal like that. <laughs> Child, anyway. <laughs> I be making sure men have hygiene. I look at their fingers. If you got dirt under your nails, bye. Damn. <laughs> you got dirt under your nails and you trying to stuff some shit in me. First of all, you don't even clean your nails. Get out of here with that nasty ass shit. I bet you if you start cleaning your nails and you smell that fucking toothpaste, smell like shit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we're talking about Alright guys, alright, alright. So um we'll we'll check back in in another year and imagine if next year we do another one and it's yeah, we have single. we both have like two kids. <laughs> oh, imagine or, or we come back and we're married. Or imagine we come back like yeah, we're single. <laughs> That would that be crazy. crazy. <laughs> well, in my next, okay, I'll get, I, I think I'm going to be cuffed in like the next four months. Something four months? Where's he at? He better be like walking here already. Yeah. 
Because it takes like what two? It takes like two to four to at least ask you out. Yeah, I think I have like a solid two or three months of growth. No, let's say like in the next six months, I have like Mm -hmm. a solid two or three months of growth that I just need to be alone. I don't. I don't. I just. I just need it. I need it for myself. And then once I'm cool, I actually haven't seen you in a in like a relationship yet. You haven't seen me serious with nobody, girl. No one. You haven't seen me like be all boo boo and stuff. Would you count mine as kind of serious? I think I've seen you more lovey than you've seen me. Mm-hmm. Cause it's because your last one was long distance. so You only saw it once, though, in real life, no? Like once, yeah. Mm. And it was like earlier on. Yeah. No, no, you know, yeah. And then we went on one double date, and then after that, we dropped them, so. We were like, yeah, we got what we wanted. Goodbye. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, let's see how Sab reacts to me being cuffed. If I am cuffed, I don't know. Maybe I'm meant to I be like I feel it's like going to be like some big buff dude that's like funny. Oh my God, please. You know, it's going to be a high <gasps> buff. I have se- Well, I've seen you like in love, but you guys were like only known each other for a little bit. My mans. But you guys are, yeah, you guys are cute. I need that. I need that again, even if it's reincarnated into a different man. Even if it's reincarnated, it looks exactly like him. Right? <laughs> Yeah, that was the only time, but bro, I and was it was only like mega. I was mega deep in that shit though. Damn, he made me forget, dude. Just with that memory right there, I forgot everything I've ever felt for anybody else. That's insane. <laughs> I need to feel that again. So if you, you will, if you, if the you, universe just wants you to learn something right now, but you'll be fine. Yeah, I wonder what his lesson was though. His? Yeah, like I don't understand his specific lesson on why he came. Cause maybe it to show him nothing. No, I think he's your. Cause I had a guy like that too, but mine ended different. I got the ick. You you still liked him, but I think they came to show us that love, like love, is real, and someone can give you a hundred, and somebody could treat you like a princess. But damn, the they gotta be- make him my type. They couldn't make him a little ugly. Because the ones before, <laughs> the ones before those guys that we talked to, like, we just did not, like, Fuck they were really, were not giving a shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, that's crazy, though. I wish it would have ended with an ick. Your ick should be that. And he's still with them. Yeah, that's true. But, like, he was single, so I can't really get mad at him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll get like, mad at him because he went back. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thank you for listening to this episode. We will see you guys on Tuesday. Tuesday. And um, remember que te decimos todo esto por, por tu bien. bien. Bye-bye. Bye bye.